self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore On Point. And on TikTok at Eddie B. Eaton and Eddie B. Talking. And I can be found on Instagram at Red underscore Calamity. If you have a Reddit letter, uh, question, topic that you would like for us to um, discuss on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the aforementioned um, social media. Mm-hmm. And the steam for the... We don't have anybody that wrote in, right? No. Okay. Nobody wrote in. Theme for this week is going to be death, dying, and funerals. Oh, Lord. Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Wait. <gasps> yes, okay. It's still there. So there's one that I'm I'm going to read and then I'll let you choose from the others. I thought the one that I was gonna read was gone and I was really sad. The one that I'm gonna read is Am I the asshole for holding my wedding at the same venue as my first husband's funeral? Okay. Of all the places, <laughs> my daddy got married to his second wife at the same place he got married to his first wife. And he would have got away with it if it weren't for the meddling wedding planning <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> they was like, Oh, I remember you from last wedding. Oh, God. How the fuck would you say that? <laughs> but that one, it would be interesting to go through. But a funeral, like you buried one husband, and in the same place you gonna marry your next one. It's just I a mean, little. The city could be small. What you mean? It could be the. the... It's somewhere else you can do this shit. Like, I mean, it ain't weird that weddings are offered at the same place funerals offered at. Yes. I mean, this got to be a small town. Like, what other option? I don't know. Maybe she had a fucking discount card in that bitch. A lifetime guarantee. <laughs> Next service, 50% off. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let me read it. I mean, would it have been weird if it was her mama that died at the place? It'd be weird for any... Well, no. Well, no. I, I would not want to have any kind of a positive... Any kind of positive event somewhere where I buried somebody. Especially if it was, like, not a long time ago. It's just fucking weird. Like, we all gonna be back at the same place, but for a wedding this time instead of a funeral? It's just weird. It's just weird. I wouldn't do it. You know what the issues be? The issues with a lot of these stories be somebody has some ideological weirdness because they are a part of a situation that otherwise wouldn't have been a problem. (laughs) The only reason people are asking if they're assholes because somebody outside of them is saying, oh, that was wrong. That was weird. I mean, in the event, one... Weddings and fucking funerals don't happen at the same place. All right. Yeah. Two. Well, if they, I mean, churches. are you talking about church? I don't know. She said venue, so I'm assuming it's not a church. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Like, 
It's a whole bunch of dead motherfuckers that came before you, okay? And if she went to the church she went to, the likeliness of her wanting that church to be where she got married and where they did the service for her husband, what the fuck? Now, if it ain't at a church, if it at a, at a random venue, one, it's already weird that the shit taking place both at the same place. So I don't yeah. I don't understand. I need some context for this situation. Reddit deemed her an asshole. You know, I don't pick the asshole, so let's see why. Oh yeah, she, uh, she crazy. Huh? <laughs> Last summer, my first hub- husband passed away after being in a car accident a month before. The doctors expected him to pull through, yet uh, be paralyzed from the waist down. But he already had health problems, and the trauma from the accident ultimately prevailed. I and his parents organized a funeral at a spacious old Catholic cathedral. I kept thinking to myself the whole time, "This place is too beautiful for a funeral." You, she must not have liked her husband. <laughs> Don't sound like this place is too beautiful for a funeral. For some reason, I felt it wrong having such a sad occasion there. I even remember wishing that I had married my first husband there instead of the outdoor wedding we had. Fast forward to early 2022. So this happened. He died last summer. I reunited with an ex-boyfriend of mine from years before we started dating again. And before we knew it, we were engaged. I've been criticized a lot for how fast I moved on, but I guess everyone heals differently. We started planning for the wedding in March. The wedding hasn't happened yet. It will be in May. This is an older post, obviously. And we decided that we'd have it at the same cathedral where my first husband's funeral was held. I'm still in contact with my first husband's parents and they were happy for me when I told them that I was dating. And then when I got engaged in a phone call, my first husband's mother asked about the wedding. So I said that they could come if they wanted to. She seemed a bit taken aback at first. So I totally thought I screwed up, but then she said she loved to. Then I told her that it would be held at the same cathedral as my first husband's funeral. And she went off on me. I don't know how to explain what happened other than to just write down the conversation as well as I can remember. Oh, she wrote. I, <laughs> okay. She wrote the what was said. <laughs> okay. Her. We will be marrying at the blank cathedral. Silence. Mother and ex-mother-in-law, I guess. Uh, I just can't believe it. Her. Believe what? Silence. Her. I'm sorry. This is just appalling to me. Uh, oh, the mother-in-law. I'm sorry. This is just appalling to me. Poster. I want to have our wedding there in honor of my first husband. I would have married him there if I knew about the place. Again, silence. Ex-mother-in-law. You're moving on too quickly. You need to slow down. Think of how uh, my son would feel. You can't replace him. The poster. I'm not replacing him. I'm trying to keep his memory alive. I found love again, but I will never forget him. Mother-in-law, you're, you've moved on. You've moved on. My son hasn't moved on. My son will never move on. And I'm sure if he were alive, he'd want to. <laughs> Poster, I'm sorry. She, The mother-in-law hung up the phone. I haven't spoken to her or her husband since. I still plan on having me and my fiance's wedding there, but it just puts a bad taste in my mouth knowing that my first husband's parents are against it. But after all, they aren't involved the way they aren't involved the wedding in the wedding anyway so i don't see why they should have a say i wish they'd at least support me because i've been to hell and back but this isn't that 
but this isn't that now. I'm in a better place and I don't like to see, and they don't like to see me happy. But I also kind of feel selfish since they aren't. Am I the asshole? Why would you call his parents and say, hey, you want to come back to the place where you had to go bury your son and watch me get married to another motherfucker? What? (laughs) Why would you do that? Why would you not see how insensitive that would be? (laughs) Both of them got trauma, man, at this point. Like, both of them got trauma. This nigga got them died last year suddenly. And two people ways of viewing the trauma. One person's way of viewing the trauma is I'm going to connect with the things that he was connected to. And the other one is <laughs> well, we never really going to be able to get over this shit no matter what. But the wedding, the, the venue doesn't make sense because that's not really con- I mean it's connected to him as, in a funeral sense but to say I'm going to marry this new man because I would have wanted to marry him uh, at this place is not a con- that ain't <laughs> let me put it like that I think that there's a way she could have navigated this conversation that would have made it better I don't think so I not do. at the same place where not if it was if it was somebody that wasn't related to the deceased, maybe. But this is this man's parents that you tell him you want to have a a wedding at the place. They and less than a year ago, they buried their son here. I don't think that there I'm was not a way. Even she saying, was cool. Listen. She was cool with the, the mother-in-law did not start freaking out until she said where it was gonna be. She didn't care about her getting married. She was happy for her. But when she said, Oh, we're gonna get married where I bury uh such and such, then that's when they flipped out. <laughs> or when she flipped out. She was cool with it up until then. So it ain't her moving on. It's like, it's the way. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I get, what am I thinking? I really don't think she's the asshole. Um, I think it was her marriage. And I think that she can honor her ex-husband in the way that she want to. The only thing I think is a problem is... Like you said, I don't think she liked her husband. I don't think she liked him. No. And if she didn't like him, then all of this shit is fucked up. But if she liked him and she fucked with him and he just gone and it is what it is, then I think that she... I don't know if I would have calculated that the parents would have went off about it being the same location. Uh, I would have. I would. I don't. What do you mean? (laughs) It's been. It's not like it's been 10 years. Okay. It's been less than a year that when they buried their son at this exact place, and you are going to go and marry a new man and invite them to go sit in the place where they were just, the last time that they were there was to bury their son. I would have calculated that that probably would not have been kosher to to ask of them. It ain't like it's been 15 years or some shit. Like, they still in mourning over their kid. And you want them to come back to the place where they bury him to watch you get married to another nigga? (laughs) I would have calculated it. I don't even think I would have wanted to get married in a place where I had to marry somebody. Just feel weird. Or have buried somebody. Motherfucker. Listen, 
the the rate of uh, at which motherfuckers done buried their damn grandparents at a church and then got married at that same church is it, it's got to be high. But because that's a lot usually of because that in the same church. Usually it's because they're members of that church. But this they this is just an old cathedral that she thinks looks pretty. It doesn't have to be um, there. Like if you're a member of a saying. church, you want to get buried at that church and you want to get married at the same church. But this is just this is just like if she had had the funeral at a fucking YMCA and then went back to that same YMCA. Like there's not like a an attachment to that place where other than her thinking it's pretty. Like a church, yeah, but. A place that you know. just thought was what pretty. I'm saying is, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, the I'm saying that to say the situation ain't odd. The situation is quite normal. Regardless I, of whether you want to be at the place or not. I think it's odd because it's not. Again, if it had been their, her, like their, well, their church, then I would have been like, oh. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is not odd is the circumstance of when you at a church, that's what happens. Oh, so yeah. as far as humanity goes, as far as we as a species goes, we ain't got a problem with that. The problem right now is because the parents believe that you can't ideologically separate yourself from this space. You should separate yourself from this space because not only is it our son, but you're bringing another man there. And our son wouldn't want you to move on to another man because he hasn't moved on. What kind of comment is that to make nigga dead? But I feel like at that point she got, she was a, again, the poster's own version of how that conversation went. The mom wasn't talking irrational until she said that shit about having it at the same place where the funeral. When she said she was getting married, when she invited them, she was with it. Everything was fine. I think that her doing that and that that made the mom break down. And so, yes, that part was irrational, but I think it was because of the shock of the fact that this bitch was doing this. Because okay, if, if she was this. just upset about her getting remarried, she would have had an attitude the whole conversation. The whole conversation would have started off wrong. She wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm happy for you. None of that wouldn't have happened. None of that wouldn't have happened. Listen, if I she was truly upset about it. I think there's a scenario where it's more okay and a scenario where it's less okay. I think the scenario where it's less okay if this is some obscure location place that nobody ever uses and she just happened to stumble upon and it was it was you know used. That's but what, it what if it's like. but what, what I'm just creating another scenario okay. to determine where the range falls, okay? Now what if this cathedral is the top tier place where everybody do most services, including funerals, including weddings in the area that they go to? Is it then wrong? Like, should should anywhere be excluded in a situation like this just because you buried somebody here, even though it's the place that people would use for these services? I think if it's, like I said, if it's when somebody's a member of a church, you're most likely going to get married and do all funerals and everything at that church because you're a member of that place. And so that's to be expected. But again, I don't think it's not it being a church to me don't fucking matter because it wasn't because it was a church and it was a church that she belonged to. It was because it was a pretty place to have it. That's all. So, like, I I mean, it's just like any other event center. And if it's like if you looking at it like an event center, then it's other places she could have fucking had it. What I'm saying is because it was pretty. It's the event center. It's the place that everybody do all of these things at all the time. Should somebody then forever not be able to have those services at that place, even though it's the it place for it, 
because of its beauty, because the parents will be upset that you're doing it at the same place that they they son was buried. I don't think if it was just a regular event center in a town where there was nothing else that 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 would be dissimilar to a church that you belong to. Like if it's if it's the only place and you'd have to go miles and miles and and can't afford. Like I don't think anybody would be upset. But this ain't that. She chose to do this. It wasn't a I had to or this is the only thing we have. This was a it's a pretty place and I want to be here. <laughs> so but but you in that implies that you believe there is a scenario in which the parents would have been more amenable to this situation than in this particular yeah, like I said, if it was a, a church that she that the family had been a member uh in membership of, they wouldn't say that because it's that's what you do when you're a member of a church, you get married and you get buried there. Um, so I don't think that that I think, but it's like that makes sense. This doesn't make sense. This is just you just being insensitive. You don't have to do this, <laughs> but because you just think it's a pretty place that you regret not marrying. The nigga that died there, you just decided this is much too pretty for it just to be the place where I buried my first husband. Let me marry my second husband and and, and decorate it the way it deserves to be decorated. Like, it's just insensitive. Like, I feel like she could get married when she wants to, but to invite them and not realize like how that might be impactful is just, that's what makes her asshole to me. She grown. She could do whatever the fuck she want to do. And again, it don't sound like she liked her husband to me. Like, you at somebody's funeral, your husband, the love of your life, and you looking around the place like, oh, it's so pretty. I Man, we I should have married him here. Like, the fact that that's even what you think. <laughs> but at least she said, I should have married him here instead of my next husband. We're going to get married here. I that mean, ain't about him. That's about just the venue and how beautiful her first wedding would have been. That's more about her giving a fuck about what the wedding looked like than it is the nigga she was marrying. That don't have nothing to do with him. They don't what? make it like no. <laughs> I don't know. There's she just for, regret not having them beautiful pictures. And now there's room for her to have not liked her husband, but there's room for her to just really have been separating what happened to her husband from this venue. Like, I mean, at a certain point when your husband died, like when you walk through the venue, do you have to be crying for it to make sense? No, but I wouldn't ne- if I loved my husband. And he died suddenly, not and not even really died suddenly. He got in a car accident and it took him a month to die. If I loved him, when I got ready to move on, I wouldn't want to do it in the place where I buried him because that I just wouldn't want to do that unless I had to. Like I said, like I'm not a I'm well, technically I'm a member of my mom's church, but like not like that. So uh, if I had to, I would. But if I could choose a different place, I would do that because I wouldn't want those two memories to be synonymous with themselves. And I don't know how I would feel being there, marrying him, maybe still seeing the fucking casket sitting in the same place that we standing now to get married. It shit is weird to me. It's just fucking weird. I wouldn't want to do that. And, and unless it was like that's still different. That's still no. different than when you're going through the place and you're looking at it before the funeral and saying this place is it's so beautiful. I wish we would have been married in a place like this. That's different than that. She was at the funeral when she said that. <laughs> she wasn't looking at me. <laughs> was that the first? We Do we know if that was the first time she was there? I don't know. Like, who set up a funeral and you don't go to the place first? Wait, do you, do, do you go to a mortuary first? 
Or do a whole bunch of shit just keep rolling? Do they just take your body from the hospital to the mortuary and you don't have to go there? I mean, you go there to like, well, um, you go to the mortuary. I don't know if you go because like if wherever the the the, uh, funeral's gonna be held at, I don't know if you go there and set up. I think when you go to the mortuary or whatever company you use, they do all of that. So I don't know that you necessarily have to go. And she very well possibly didn't even set up the funeral. Cause she said her and her his parents, uh, she said her and her parents organized it, or her and his parents. So I don't know, I don't know. Well, but she parents. said at the funeral the whole time she kept thinking this place is too beautiful. Well, it sounds people. like the parents done chose this high quality, amazing place that she ain't never knew about, and. I mean, I guess the parents would respond to that if this was a place that she didn't know about first and then they introduced her to the place and now she's going to get married. But I don't Let's know. I guess the short-sighted later. part, don't, don't invite y'all fucking parent. parent. Don't, don't invite parents in no situation like this, y'all. Like, they ain't got nothing to do with your marriage. And it's funny as hell how goddamn the conversation went from we love to come to your marriage to you getting married too goddamn fast. Yeah. That's what that I'm situation. saying. I think- that she got irrational after it was like this bitch don't give a shit about my my because it's like you can so even in the comments somebody said that sometimes like when people get widowed like they get married quickly because like they did you know they don't know how to be by themselves and so i think it's like if if you're doing this because of that it's understandable but then if you throw this on top like you get married at this thing like oh you ain't give a fuck about my son and, and anyway like you moving on because you just didn't give a fuck. Not because, like, oh, she's widowed and, and whatever. Like, all the, the things that could potentially have been the reason. It's like... <laughs> you Does it have to mean like she didn't it. care about him? It would, it would probably feel like that to them. You got to understand what these people are. They're not going to sit... We're having a rational conversation about this because it wasn't our kid. This is a woman's child that she buried and his wife, his ex, whatever. I guess his widowed wife is calling, asking her to come to a wedding at the same place where her fucking son was just buried less than a year ago. Like, you you can't really apply, like, 100% logic to this because there's going to be emotion tied to it. Everybody's fucking traumatized. I don't know if the wife traumatized. She seemed like she all right. The wife, the wife. <laughs> she seemed like feel- she cool. I feel like it can be a trauma response. I can't guarantee that it is. I'm just saying. Her going to get married real fast, her trying to do it at the same venue, could very well be to erase the memory of the funeral. Um, It could be a bunch of reasons why she would do this shit like this this fast that ain't just conscious decisions. It's just like a bunch of fucking trauma response. Yeah. That's possible. It's possible. I just don't think it's likely. I think it's more likely that the relationship, the marriage wasn't that great. Um, she went back to an ex that maybe the whole marriage, she had been like, I should have married that nigga instead of this nigga. Now she had opportunity to. She goes back to that dude. <laughs> and in about three months, they engaged to be married. <laughs> hmm. That feels more likely to me, but I don't know. But I just thought that that was in, like, I was when I read it, I was like, why would you even want to do that? Because, <laughs> again, when she said venue, she didn't say church. I feel like if it was a situation where it was like a church she belonged to, she would have said, like, church. 
venue usually is going to be so not like tied to a, a place that don't have no connection to nothing. It's just like, this is just where we're having this event. So, I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. The other ones, am I the asshole for getting angry over the slideshow photos at a funeral? Am I the asshole for keeping my brother's life insurance? <laughs> Probably if he had family and kids. Am I the asshole for not allowing my wife of 26 years to attend my father's funeral and a memorial three year, three months ago? Am I the oh. asshole for crashing my ex-mother's, my ex's mother's funeral and telling his children I'm carrying their sibling? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh. Uh, am I... Am I the asshole for giving my co-workers the cold shoulder for not attending my mother's funeral? I would never attend a funeral. Yeah, exactly. You a co-worker? I'm not going to your mama's funeral. We work together. Are you crazy? Why would I do that? Why would you your expect mama can go to hell? Give a damn about your mama? I don't give a damn about your mama, but I don't I don't give a damn enough to go. Like I'll give you my condolences, but I'm not just gonna go to a funeral of a woman I didn't even know. Go It'd be either. different if we were like best friends or you were my nigga and I was gonna go like we had an emotional pain. We we work together. You need to calm down. <laughs> I ain't finna go to the funeral or the for the mama or somebody that was moderately productive at work. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like, we had to have been cool. Like, don't... If you call me your co-worker in that assessment, we not cool enough for me to go to your motherfucker. We ain't... You ain't cool enough for me to go. You call me your co-worker instead of your homie, my boy, my work bud, something more fucking personal than co-worker? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Fuck you. Am I the asshole for thinking my boyfriend is partially to blame for my dog potentially dying? It's too partially, potentially, you're already doing too much. If the dog is dead now and you don't know, you might well charge that one to the game. She said potentially dying, so I, the dog ain't even dead. You need to just move on. Oh, he might as well. She might know exactly what he did, the dog <laughs> just living. <laughs> I want to read. I want to know about the insurance one. Uh, I don't know how you keep money. Okay. Uh, let's see. Am I the asshole for keeping my brother's life insurance? Brother died before he got to change the beneficiary shit, maybe? That's what it sounds like. Or that's what I would assume, but let's see. It's a 40-year-old man whose brother was 42 that died. I lost my brother, Jay, in a car accident a few months ago. Growing up, he was the golden child. He got a full ride to a prestigious college while I had to pay my own way and eventually drop out. He went on to grad school, but I got married and settled down with my wife a 42-year-old female named Brittany, early on. We have had financial struggles, which caused us to not be able to start a family. We live paycheck to paycheck in a one-bedroom apartment. Jay always made good money, but wasn't lucky in love. He was very picky, and while he had some longer one- to two-year relationships, he was looking for perfection before getting married. He finally married his wife, a 40-year-old female, Mary, in 2019. She also made good money, like Jay. She also had two children from a previous relationship, now 18 and 19. One is in college and the other will be starting next year. She and Jay also had twin girls about a year ago. 
Mary and Jay both worked and have a nanny they share with a neighbor for their girls. When they got pregnant, she sold her house where they were living, and he sold his condo that he had been renting out, and they bought a larger family home together. All this to say money is not a problem for them. Like I said, Jay passed away recently in a car accident, and and Mary found out that I was the beneficiary of his 401k and life insurance policy through his employer. The life insurance is $150,000, but the 401k is much more substantial. He set it up that way years He set it up that way years ago before Mary was in the picture and never changed it. Mary begged me to give her a portion of the money, but I said no. She inherited his part of their house and their joint savings account, which is about $50,000. She said that she paid for his funeral and to make it work on her income alone, she would have to sell the house, give up the nanny and the girls and put the, the girls in daycare and won't be able to help her older kids with college the way they planned. I told her it's not my fault. If he wanted to change the beneficiary, he should have done that. But he didn't, so now the money is mine. My wife and I plan to use the money to buy a home and finally start a family. She says her husband's money should go to his children, but she doesn't see me using the money to have my own children is important. Our parents think I'm an a-hole because the money should go back to his kids. I offered to take 50 k and put it in a trust for the girl's education. But they said Mary needs the money now. They said the life insurance will pay off the mortgage in the boys' college and put money away for the girl's future. And her income will cover the rest so they wouldn't have to move. But what about my family, sir? <laughs> Bro, you a bitch-ass nigga, boy. <laughs> this is all rooted in his jealousy of his brother. Like, because you, all you, that whole introduction... Yeah, you had no reason to introduce your brother as the golden child... Who went to college while I had to pay my own way? That just means your brother's smart and your ass stupid, as evidenced by this situation. Because this selfish and stupid overlaps highly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like this is some selfish ass. Why would you do this shit ass shit? That's 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 what this is, bro. Oh. And it don't matter that they haven't had financial issues in the past. No. What matters now is that one of those incomes is gone and they got stuff that they probably, she might not be able to afford off of two of their incomes. And you've made this decision without assessing that, without asking questions, without even trying to figure that out because you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck, bro. He won't. He see dollar signs that he could go and have all the things that he feel like he should have had and that he'd been jealous of his brother for having. Because I don't even know how you could be okay with doing it. Like, you can't even justify it by saying, oh, her, the kid, the older kids ain't even his kids. They had a set of children together. She has his biological children, and you aren't going to give them this money that you know he would have given to them. Like, he just, because people forget about that shit, and, you, and it was a sudden thing, and he wasn't thinking about dying. Um... You know he would have wanted the money to go to her and not to you. If he wanted you to have the money, he would have been giving you money over the years. And he hasn't been. So you know that this is not what he would want to happen with this fucking money. But you just don't give a shit. Yeah. You just don't care. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, you ain't shit, bro. You're a terrible human being (laughs) for doing that. You fucked up. It's so ridiculous. You don't care. He no, he live the life he want to live, and be alienated by the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he 
But he got money, so he ain't gonna care. And the money only gonna last for so long. Yeah. And you know what? He had to find a wife that agreed with this shit, too. Yeah. But she probably been mad and jealous the whole time, too, and like, now she's feeding off his energy. Yep. And now she finally can have all of this shit, too. Mm, mm, mm. That is terrible. Yeah, you don't nah, even this... need to ask, sir. You know you're an asshole. I don't even. Sometimes I read these and I'm like, why are you even writing? You could you could not have thought that people were gonna be like, no, you deserve that money <laughs> that you didn't work for. No, nah, he looking for uh, he looking for the standout comments that validate the fuck shit he got going on. He looking for those. There are none. <laughs> Nobody said that. Yeah, man. He's taking the... And and I wonder if his brother was ever intending for that to change. I'm sure he was, but like... But but you can't have... Look, there's a level of irresponsibility on the brother to have had a family that long and not change insurance policies. Like that's a long time. What he got? Like, how old was the uh the oldest kid? No, the oldest kids were her kids. Those were not his children. That she already they had, had twins. They had twins. The twins are only about a year old. Bro, that's some shit. Like, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, that's one of them things where it's like when you realize you having daughters, that shit you go change immediately. Like, you figure that shit out today. I'm just what what kept him from doing that? Like what kept him kept his brother on there? Is there a scenario in which he wanted his brother to stay the beneficiary? No. I think his brother was 42 years old. You're not thinking that you're gonna die. Like that ain't it ain't at the forefront of your mind. I just don't think that that's something that. You know what I'm like, saying? Why would you ever make your that old grown ass brother beneficiary anyway? Because he didn't have no, he wasn't married. The whole, in the, the breakdown of the brother at the beginning, he said that he um, never got married because he was looking for perfection. So this was the first time he had somebody else in his life. Other than, I mean, he could have put his parents down instead of the brother, but like, my brother on mine. But William is on my life insurance. I'm on his. That I, might change with his little girlfriend, but we I don't guess I don't because we don't have nobody. That's what I guess I don't know. I don't know the rate of people who would have their sibling on their insurance policies because they don't have nobody to when you get somebody, you will forget about that shit. That can't be a high rate of motherfuckers. It can't be. My brother. A year on everybody's. I've been on everybody's life insurance at some point. All my brothers, all three of them. I've been their beneficiary at some point in their adult did it life. Take, how long did it take them to take you off after they got down found somebody? The question. You probably don't, don't know the answer. Know if they, yeah, I don't know. They ever I did. don't know if they ever did. To be fair. <laughs> this could this situation could happen where one of these niggas die and I realize they everybody realized they never change it and I get the money. That could hundred percent happen. I don't know. Because like I'm trying to I I I'm I i would not think about it. Like when I got married, when I get married and have a kid, I wouldn't be thinking about like that part because I'm not thinking about dying. I just that don't. I'm not even considering that. Not at 42. Not and I'm healthy and I don't got no health problems or nothing. And I just have a car accident. Like I wouldn't. 
that wouldn't be at the forefront of my mind to change just because I got married. Like, I just wouldn't even... We would have to be having a conversation about death, dying, and insurance for me to be like, oh, shit, I got that policy at work. I need to change that shit. I don't think that I'd just, like, be thinking about that. Not if I didn't have health problems. You just don't think about dying. Like, I don't think it's... I, I okay. think he, he could have just not thought about it because he wasn't considering it. Um... I don't think I don't think he meant for his brother to have that money. Okay, scenario. Now, you and these damn scenarios. You are still on your brother's insurance policy. Mm-hmm. You can't stand the person that the money would go to if it was changed. Yet he did not change it before his death. What are you doing? Is it like the honorable thing to do is give who you think it was meant for that money? Or do you not give it to them, even though you, you know, ideologically they would want it to because you don't fuck with them? I would put the money in a trust for the kids, for them to get it directly. And what if they don't got kids? Oh, well, fuck her. <laughs> I don't like her. Well, no, I'm going to give her. Fuck, fuck her. What? No. Absolutely not. Fuck that bitch. So kids are always. Yes. A reason to give the money back. To me, yes. His children deserve to have that. It can help them with whatever their goals are, be it school or whatever. So yeah, if they if he if he got children, I would put she ain't gonna touch it because I don't trust listen. Is there a scenario brother, okay, what about in the scenario where the kids have grown up enough with the mama that they are like the mama and they don't fuck with you either? It, it, them being kids, do they get the leeway and allowance to still be viewed as kids? They're Even if they his, don't like you? They're still his children. It ain't about whether or not, or like, with her, it would be about liking me because, or me not liking her because she that's just the bitch he married. His, like, offspring, though, regardless of how I feel about them, that it, I would feel a responsibility to, to give them the money, even if I didn't like their little asses. I might put some parameters around it to make it difficult, but they, I would give it to them. Gotcha. They, they might have to earn the shit. Like I said, I might put it in a trust with like all these crazy parameters around it, but I wouldn't keep the money because I would feel bad. Like my conscience wouldn't let me do that. Not with kids, but just the ex-wife and no kids. Fuck that bitch. Sucks to be you. Mm. I don't give a fuck about that. But yeah. kids, yeah. <laughs> okay. I get it. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 on William's benefit. If William died. I'm his beneficiary. He called me to get my information to put. That's how I know I am because he called me to get my information to put me down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people do that, and like I said, I wouldn't. I could see how somebody might not be thinking about like, oh, let me switch that shit out because, especially not. I feel like you really only think about dying when you get sick. Like when people get some shit that they got, like that's when you really like what start thinking about like, oh, I need to set some shit up, but like. If you live in and shit is good, you just don't think about that. Like life insurance and four hundred one k and who we got. Like I just don't think you think about that shit. Bro, I think I about death all the time. Well, you're you, and that's different. Me and my cousin, when we were growing up, used to joke about anything that would potentially have killed us. We'll be like, bro, I'm about to end up in heaven's waiting room. Goddamn. We'll be. That's just how we always talk. And then my grandma <laughs> always talking about going up to glory. 
Oh yeah. Baby, you better get all my recipes, cause when I go on up to Glory, you ain't gonna be able to get none. Then we gotta be on some grandma. You don't ever give us the recipes right. <laughs> trying to give us the recipes out her head, and I think she be trying to humble our ass because she knows she ain't giving it to us right. She was like, they'll never have biscuits like mine. <laughs> <laughs> give us the wrong recipe, ass nigga. Like I don't like that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, probably need to go ahead and get into the news. Uh, how much time have we been on here? How much time? Probably half the time. Yeah. Um. All right. You do you know what the Supreme Court fucking doing around here these days? Trash. Lots and lots of trash ass decisions. First off, we got Clarence Thomas. Yeah. We got Clarence Thomas and Judge Alito who been taking. We can't say that they've been taking bribes, but they've been letting these ultra billionaires fucking court them around and pay for their shit. So one trust in the Supreme Court is declining, and I don't know, man. I guess it was going to be like this because of the conservative majority Supreme Court. Um, But a part of me feel like these niggas is also mad that people trying to call them out for going on these uh, all-expense-paid trips funded by GOP billionaires. Anyway, um, what the Supreme Court has done this week is uh, overturn some significant key fucking legislation as it pertains to the shit that we got going on in our society. One of them is student loan debt relief. Joe Biden came out and was like, hey, my boy, we're going to help y'all with them loans. But you know what happened? The Supreme Court said that shit is unconstitutional. Not necessarily paying the loans off, but the fact that Joe Biden would use an executive order to do that shit. Now, if Congress was to pass a student debt relief package, that would be fine because that's the issue with executive orders. Motherfuckers who have to use executive orders to get shit done, that's not how you want shit done because this is the kind of thing that happened. The people in Congress who would have disagreed with it is going to run it up to the Supreme Court. And when the issue is a conservative-led issue, the motherfucking Supreme Court going to win. And I got student loans out the ass. And you know what? When I first read this, I was like, you know what? Time to start back ignoring these motherfuckers. But I never started <laughs> <laughs> I never started. I'm sorry. And you know what? I have reached a point in loan. I've reached a point in loan avoiding these motherfuckers. I don't I don't support this, number one. I don't condone it, number two. And when I get the money, if I get the money, then I'll pay them back. But I have reached a point in which all of it fell off of my credit. None of it can be pursued by me. The student loans? Yes. None of that shit is on my credit. How does it fall off? I don't know. I don't know. None of that shit is on my credit right now. You Even when you die, like, them loans don't never go away. I feel away. like it's a mistake. It's honestly. got to be. <laughs> they don't never go away. Because I checked my credit report. My brother checked my credit <laughs> report because he had me on that shit. He said, Eddie, your credit score got down 750. I was like, Why? He said, ain't no loans on here. He said, it ain't that much credit history. But in, in your loans and stuff ain't on here. You got like a couple of like small under $500 debts. That shit gone. But also, because I never paid them, or because I haven't paid them within the last seven years, I started paying them until they started getting ridiculous. <laughs> um, Because I haven't paid them, and it's been more than seven years, they aren't pursuing, they can't pursue me legally anymore. 
Somebody did sure? about pursuing me legally. Yes. Yes, I'm positive because I was pursued legally once. Did I tell you about that? I feel because they're loans from the federal government. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's right. They can't like, can't they, um, what is it called? Garnish your wages. Garnish your wages, garnish your refunds. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I, I've i heard it ain't no way to get rid of them federal loans. Like, they, they, it don't work to say, like, you can't even discharge them if you do bankruptcy. You have to, they, those don't count. You can't discharge student loans and disrupt in uh, bankruptcy. I guess, I guess I don't know. I guess I don't know how much federal loan I actually got versus private loans versus just private loans. Because, yeah, private loans will be, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't but know. But the Fed loans. I really think? do think I have mostly private loans and not federal loans. Okay, that might be what it is then. Because those yeah. federal loans don't ever go nowhere. You die them shit still be out there. But, you know, I got to figure more of that out. Either way, a lot of them been sending me sending me bills with like 80% discount of what I owe. <laughs> like, one of my loans was like $13,000. They sent me a thing that said, if you could pay us, uh, you could pay us $2,600, then you good. And I'm like, mm, y'all can do better than that. <laughs> but you know, this is, this is me being anti-capitalist. This is me being upset that school costs so goddamn much. This is me being upset that when you 18 years old, the, these corporations can start throwing you, you know, 20, 30, $40,000. Um, this is me being upset that they so predatorily uh, come after you. This is me being so upset that they sell you this American dream and tell you that <clears throat> you can get all these things if you go to this school and get this degree. And it's become such a fucking uh, graduation meal. Uh, to get people in there paying that money to do it that like nobody's assessed was functional after that <clears throat> that's why you have all these uh liberal arts major jokes you know and art major jokes and it's a host of degrees that people laugh at as being this not financially productive even though they just tell you go to college. They don't be like, go to college and choose this degree. Yeah. And me and you, we do some fucking honorable community giving back ass admirable shit. We fucking therapists. We be helping motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, and we don't get paid enough for this shit. No, we do not. You know, not that the client is supposed to pay us more, but the world is supposed to have a greater value for what we do than the world does. And the Supreme Court ain't helping that. And, you know, it's like, bruh, to be a Republican, it's like several states that have been at the fucking helm of wanting to block the student loan forgiveness. Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa, Arkansas, Kansas, and South Carolina. And I have no idea what the fuck going on in them states to just be so mad for, for people to want relief like that. Especially the older generation Bro, why am I coughing so much? Hold on. The older generation Republicans who go went and got their college degree for $4,000 and now they have the audacity not to even bat an eye at a degree costing $100,000. That vastly overwhelms what the inflation rate is. 
Ridiculous. Fuck Ben. Yep. Accurate. LGBTQ rights. Um. So in Colorado, this uh, website designer was told by the state that they had to do a website for a gay couple for their wedding, even though they don't agree with them. Now, this go back to that same situation with the fucking wedding cake stuff. Yeah. The reality is, if you're a public business, you got to offer your shit to everybody that's in the public. Like, you can't start fucking just isolating people out in the public who you don't want to. And so the Supreme Court overturned that situation, meaning that he don't have to motherfucking provide them them services if he don't agree with their lifestyle shit. Now, I don't know how far this goes. I think that there's a part of uh, what amendment is it? It ain't the 14th Amendment. Whichever amendment protects uh, rights, I don't think it protects what they would consider like sexuality uh, on paper. But I think that it, it was bundled into can't discriminate on people by their sex or their gender. I think that the underlying bundling has been your sex or your gender goes into who you married to. So you can't discriminate on motherfuckers because of their sex. But I think it's now like you can discriminate on motherfuckers because the 14th amendment don't explicitly say that sexuality is included in that. I think that it's mostly being, um, but just another showcase of a Republican majority Supreme court, uh, which I must say, if the purpose of the Supreme Court was to objectively interpret legislation, once you realized that it was possible to sway them in a direction that had a particular outcome, it should have also been realized that the Supreme Court was was no longer effective at its job. It was no longer going to be able to do what it was originally created to do, which was be objective. Because if you can get enough of one group on it, it stops being objective. It may be objective on the individual basis, but it stacks a bunch of those similar objective perspectives and has a lean, a, a right-leaning outcome. Fuck shit. Um, affirmative action. Now, this is, this one is wild. They overturned this shit for uh, public schools, basically, uh, because the University of North Carolina was having problems with, um, with uh, how Asian students got enrolled and Harvard as well. Now, did you know how that system worked? Say what? Do you know how that system works at, at uh, universities? Mm-mm. I'm going to water it down because I ain't trying to be exactly precise about it. Essentially, um, Harvard and other schools could use race admissions for uh, racial components for inclusionary criteria, not exclusionary criteria. Meaning you can't say because you black, you can leave. But they can say because you black, you can join, mm-hmm. right? Now, the idea is that they are denying Asian and white people in order to allow black people in. That's what they're saying. 
And that's not necessarily how it was working. They wasn't like looking at a whole list of people and say, oh, it ain't enough black people. Let's cancel out five of these Asians or five of these white people. What was happening was that the way that they selected Asian and white people had a, there was a stronger bias against them. You know, basically, you could be a Asian of a certain intellectual level, but the point system that they use to accept you, you might not have met those points because of the scale that they use, even though you're exceptional on paper. Um, now that I mean, at the end of the day, it don't matter. Everybody, all the smart motherfuckers who get uh, qualified to go to these these colleges don't get into them. That's just what it is. I think that. Okay, so them overturning this means that they don't have to they they can no longer use race as a basis for it. But you know what the crazy thing is? They the Supreme Court made sure to say that they could still do this and do this in the military. They if, it's still... wrong, if it's wrong, why do it? If it's unconstitutional, so you should not be able to do it anyway. You shouldn't be at all. And I'm trying to go find what Katanji Brown said about that shit because she said some shit. Woo! She said some shit so heavy for that moment. Hold on. Let me find it. Um, if I can. This the music for for the animation. You got better music? Uh no. I didn't think so. Now, Katanji Brown recused herself because she used to be on the board of admissions for Harvard. So she didn't even vote in the situation. But her voting in the situation wouldn't have made a difference. Um, because, I mean, you know, it, uh, along, it was six to three along party line. <clears throat> Come on now, where my quote at? It's in a video that I was watching. I'm trying to find where it said in the video. She said. Hold on. God damn it. I'm sorry, y'all. But I, I, I wouldn't normally do this, but this has to be read from my perspective. The court has come to rest on the bottom line conclusion that racial diversity in higher education is only worth potentially preserving insofar as it might be needed to prepare black Americans and other uh, underrepresented minorities for success in the bunker, not the boardroom. Like, it's great, like, I don't know. It's crazy that, like, they okay with you using, figuring out how to get more black folks in the goddamn military to get shot, but not in, in the places Schools. that Harvard and Yale and those universities that are up in this legislation will get you as yep. a black person. My now, thing with the whole, like, because they, you know, talking about getting in on, like, merit, right? But schools like Harvard and Yale do legacies. So you got people that go to Harvard and Yale simply because their parents had the money for them to go. Or because their great-grandfather name is on one of the fucking buildings. Like, that's not merit. Those people aren't getting in on merit. 
most of the time they're idiots because they're just people that things have been given to and they don't have to be smart. They don't have to work and do anything because it's all handed to them. Are they going to do, are they going to stop legacy admits too? I mean, you know, Republicans ain't finna argue nothing about people who got money that do stuff. <laughs> because them legacy admits is getting in because they folks done donated money to this college. Yep. Over and over and over again. Versus the kid that came from the hood that got a story to tell that they not they don't give a fuck about him. I guess now the question is how far does this go? Because undoubtedly a whole bunch of groups are about to start challenging. Uh, affirmative action in all kinds of places. Now, this, I don't know if this ruling for the college universities is just like now no affirmative action can be used anywhere or if a whole bunch of other people got to bring these arguments for other different places like uh, public schools and hiring practices and retail and all these different places because I'm going to let you know right now, undoubtedly, if affirmative action didn't have to be used in some places, some places would just become white-only establishments. They yeah. just would. Like, think about motherfucking places like John Deere and, like, j- genres that seemingly fit white people more than black people. You think them motherfuckers gonna go out of their way to hire black people if they don't have to? Um, What's the lady name from um from Community, the black lady? Let me see. I'm confusing her with Cheryl Lee Ralph, which is not from community. She's from Abbott Elementary right now. She played the she played the mama on um Moesha. But she's not who I'm talking about. But my brain is taking me to her. So I need to go look up this lady. She ain't even on the top of the front page. Yvette Nicole Brown. Oh, okay. You know who she is? Yes. I've seen her. She's one of them actresses that you see in a lot of stuff, but you don't necessarily know her name. Yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown basically said that, like, it's really odd that the day after um, the Supreme Court pulled affirmative action um, for uh, prominent um, women in Hollywood, uh, black women in uh, inclusion and diversity um, departments were let go. Um, now could be a coincidence, but I think that this is just a show of things to come as far as, uh, this, uh, this shit go with the Supreme court. And I don't even know the answer to the Supreme court in these situations, man. Like what the fuck? I don't even know how, how does this shit resolve itself? Like we got a, 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 a Supreme court that's overtly conservative. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not only that, but like uh, several of them, three of them are new appointments. They probably got 30 more years left in them. Alito ain't old. Roberts ain't old enough. And Clarence Thomas is probably the next one that's going to kick the bucket. And, you know, his whole position is that he just mad at black folks. <laughs> he mad at black folks for whatever reason. There was no scenario where he was going to grow up and be a nigga with a black wife and black friends. At all. And I guess my question, I uh, I asked Colin, man, I just, 
how much do you fucking how much can you get away with as a Supreme Court court justice and still be able to be on the fucking Supreme Court? Because these niggas is getting away with murder as far as ethics is supposed to go. Yeah, it's trash. But uh the only other thing I'm gonna talk about is just mentioning something that's going on in Atlanta that is really but, akin okay. to voter suppression. Say what? I was saying Fila Forever. I love Atlanta. <laughs> who, who song was that? I can't even remember. Well that that one killer Mike, was it? Ooh, I don't know. Killer Mike got a new album. Oh, Lil Scrappy and Lil John. Fila was a Lil Scrappy song? Apparently. Uh, okay. Lil John, I can see, but I just didn't remember Scrappy, but okay. Yeah. It was Scrappy. All right. According to this. Apparently, you thinking of, of Adidas. You thinking of Adidas with Killer Mike? Oh. Adidas oh, was Day I Dream of Sex. Yeah. Yeah. They can they come up with no better acronym than that. What, Adidas? All Day I Dream of Sex. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else you could come up with them letters. A-D-I-A-S? I don't know. It's a lot of stuff, I feel. But, you know, you know rappers got to have their songs about sex, right? Yeah, they got a female rapper. That's all you rap about. Now, Atlanta. So Atlanta has a part of Atlanta called the Lungs of Atlanta. It's basically this forested area where there's a ton of trees, and in how all of Atlanta has been carved out to be this city where you know you don't get that this area with all these trees are called the Lungs of Atlanta. And it was promised to the city that the council would not be using this land for any reason because of the value of it in terms of it being the lungs of Atlanta. This is where... There ain't no trees in Atlanta. If you'd have been to Atlanta, ain't no fucking trees. Not in the Atlanta you see, but in the Atlanta that people live there, end up being around, yes, it's trees, but you got to go find the trees. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, but the city said we ain't gonna cut them down. Y'all good on that. But they reneged on it. And not only did they renege, but they've done it in silence in order to create a training facility for police officers that the people pushing back on it is calling Cop City. Because the goal of the training facility is to emulate a city in order to train cops. And undoubtedly, they are looking at this for the financial possibilities. Because if you think every police training police group in America ain't going to be coming to Cop City? False. All of these budgets in all of these different cities going to be paying for their police officers to go to Cop City and get the best how to kill a nigga training that you can possibly get. Is it going to be like a, a military base? Like a base has like places where they live, places where they shop, they work. Is it going to be like that? I don't think that's how it's going to be. I don't think it's not going to be a military base. I think it'll be like a military training type situation. You know how where they have houses built where you like learn how to, you know, kick in doors and, you know, do stuff without worrying about harming anybody and without it being in the community. Yeah, but they have those. Like, what is it going to just be a gigantic one? Well, they don't have those for police. 
They like, do. Well, you go but, well, the police academy, they have to go through all of them trainings. They have to have space for them to learn how to do that. They have, I don't know where, because I don't know where the police academy is <laughs> for any of the police forces. But maybe it's a matter of making a new one here. Maybe. maybe maybe it's a matter of making a new one here. And they just and I don't think it'll be a problem if it was a place where people didn't promise that we weren't gonna use this land and it's already a limited space in Atlanta, but we finna use it to make this big old police fucking facility. Yeah. That might be a different situation. Um but I guess I was under the impression that when police officers be doing those trainings, they be using like military facilities to do it. I, I just didn't. I they didn't have think. police academy. Like, let me see. What I'm saying, do police are police academies just for the trainees, or do police officers who have graduated and who work on the force go back to police academies to do that stuff? I don't know, because I briefly dated a police officer, and he would go back um, to help out with the new trainees, like. Uh, he told me I could go. I didn't go. But apparently, like, they get regular people to come in and drink, and then they have to do, like, real live um, DUI stops on people that have actually been drinking. And you can, if you know a police officer, you can be, they give you alcohol. You can't drive yourself home. They give you alcohol while you're there, and then the cadets have to, like, do a traffic mm-hmm. stop on you. Like, actually having have had some alcohol. Why? Why would they do that, though? So that they get real world, like somebody drinking. That ain't real world. That's your friends. Well, not your friend. It's not the people that they know. So my okay. So the dude I was dating, he is already a police officer. He would go back. So some of the times it's police officers that'll come in and do it, or the family members and friends of these people that are already the police. So the cadets don't know them. What I'm saying is. The cadets have the comfort in knowing that ain't nobody invited their cousin that's gonna beat their ass after the police oh, well, gave yeah. them alcohol. Yeah, that it's... ain't real world to me. That's still skewed perspective. Like they leave out of that bitch. Like maybe they should hire actors that are aggressive as hell to do that shit. Maybe that would be better. Put them motherfuckers through some stress so that they'll you can see who gonna fail and who gonna succeed in that situation. So Huntsville, let's see. I just looked up police academies. Huntsville has one. I mean, this looked pretty big. Public Safety Training Academy, City of Huntsville. They got like a bunch of different areas where it looked like they do different stuff. I don't know. And there's an A-Post law enforcement one in Tuscaloosa. Can you see the size of the one in Huntsville? Nah. Nah, they don't have like a full outdoor. They just have like. Yeah, it's not a full outdoor picture. So I don't know how big it is. It looks big. Cop City will be 85 acres. Um. 85 acres is fucking huge. 85 acres is huge. And they cutting this out for police training facility. And I guess it's probably for the money that they will gain from getting up. Because, again, we all know every time a police officer shoots somebody and kill them, they get a raise. 
under the pretense that, well, they need more money for training. And so a lot of this money that the I government, thought you were saying the person who did the shooting got a raise. No. You meant the department. Okay. I was like, Hell what? No, they fucking soul raised up the goddamn heaven if that, that was what happened. But the police officers, they get a raise. And I imagine that they, they're going to be taking that money to, uh, from the government and saying, we need to go train more. And now Cop City is up, so we're going to go train at Cop City. And Atlanta is likely going to get that money. I would imagine that's the only thing that makes sense. Because they don't they ain't going to build another 85 acres that ain't going to bring no money. That ain't going to bring no more safety. It's not going to bring no more safety. There is nothing... Evidence to bring more safety outside of disbanding your goddamn uh, police force, getting rid of the fucked up people, and reestablishing that bitch. That's what evidence shows will help a police department. But the whole essence of the conversation is more so about um, how they've been uh, basically arresting anybody who speaks out about it. They have been trying to keep it like low profile. And uh, in terms of how the city is handling the decision making for it, they really not trying to involve the people in it. And so if they can make these decisions without the involvement of the people, then, you know, it just becoming a bigger problem at how many decisions is the government going to be able to make for us without our ability to say. Because uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned was vastly unpopular amongst the population. Vastly unpopular. Um. I would say that affirmative action was probably unpopular and the LGBT one was probably unpopular. Yeah. As well. Through the loan debt forgiveness, just a promise that Biden made. I mean, that ain't really like, that ain't really something that's been functional to our society like affirmative action and LGBTQ rights. I've never liked the way our government is set up. Like, especially as it pertains to like voting people, voting for certain stuff. Like, like that electoral college shit, I hate that. I hate it. It's I weird. I fucking hate it. It's it because it and it makes people feel like them individually voting don't matter. Like I voted since I was eighteen. Alabama's a red state, been a red state every year for the last twenty years. I mean, it used to make sense. It used to make sense back in the day when yeah. a motherfucker had to take a horse and buggy to the goddamn Washington to vote for his city or his state. But, like, why now? We we got all the access to all of this goddamn technology. Why does one motherfucker got to represent everybody? Yeah, I don't like that. Don't like And that. I think the worst part of it is that, like, politicians have learned how to cap- capitalize and utilize that system differently. Yeah, that's why these uh, borders get changed and all of that. So, I don't know. Did you know that one of the Supreme Court's rulings was one that was directly connected to Alabama? I'm not surprised. This state is trash. Alabama drew a fucked up ass uh, congressional map. They ruled it unconstitutional for them to have drawn a map like that. And so the maps are about to be redrawn because of the Supreme Court. They got to be. But um, it basically took uh, seven or eight districts and made it like to where all the black people was in one district and white people was in the other six or seven districts. That's how they drew the maps. And that shit I mean it's gonna 
I mean, I don't know what it's going to do in the big picture in Alabama because, you know, it's Alabama, but it's going to help some local politics do something different. But that's what I mean by why the, the electoral, because then you can you can do shit like that to, to swing it in your way. If it was just based off the popular vote where everybody just votes and the votes are counted and that's just what it is, it would be a very different situation. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. It's America. But it still wouldn't be it wouldn't be a perfect system still. Because it wouldn't be, but it'd be better. I maybe. Think. Well, I mean, it's like the 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 there has to be something that accounts for states that have too many people. Because otherwise the biggest states will be voting for the president every year. Texas, California, New York. But though winning, I mean, that still is the case because even with them giving them only so many like electoral college things, the bigger states have more. Like when people are running for the presidency, they go and really hitting them states hard because those states count more. They still count more than even the playing field where all the states are equal. They still but, count more. But I think the number of people that are represented is still vastly different than the overrepresentation of the members of the electoral college like i said like the top three or four states got more people than all the rest of the states put together so their electoral colleges still don't over represent it that's why all of these little states that have one two and three are end up being very important in the context of swing and in the context of not leaving nobody out because we know the big states going to get this many, but you still can't leave out the states that don't have that. And again, I'm not advocating for the electoral college. I'm saying that there still has to be something that makes that system weighted properly. And the electoral college has it weighted properly based on how it's been, but it don't have to continue to be this way. And I just don't know the solution. If you know the solution, holla at your, your, your boy and your girl. Send us some goddamn emails. I've been cussing a lot today. Yeah, I don't. My know. cousin, uh, my cousin texted me, super religious, and she said, "Eddie, I haven't wanted, haven't wanted to tell you this, but I, I can't deal with you saying GD anymore. So <laughs> when I'm on the phone with you, can you please stop saying GD?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can stop saying GD, but in my fucking defense, I didn't find out until I was." about 30 years old that God was the word being used. Yeah, because everybody said got. I thought it was got. It, I didn't know what I didn't know what the fuck it was. So for all intents and purposes, I'm not saying God when I say it. I'm saying God damn. And the reason it don't it sound like I'm saying God because I'm from the South. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say got. <laughs> you know, in the South we say God hey God dang. I'm not saying God. Uh, and I told her that I was like, look, for all intents and purposes, my brain do not, my brain is not trying to say no Lord's name in vain. It's just not. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what my intention. If it make you feel uncomfortable for me to say something close to it, then I won't say it. You know, but when I get up to heaven, you know, or when you get up to heaven and God gonna be like, you know, anyone's saying my name that whole time, right? <laughs> <laughs> then I hope that's some shit you gotta deal with. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you got anything else on your mind? I'm catching up on Black Mirror. Um, so far I've watched two episodes and I like it. But I like shit like that. Like I have the complete collection of the Twilight Zone. 
So, did you watch the uh, Jordan Peele Twilight Zone? I tried. I I wasn't a fan. If they would have called it something else, you would have liked it. Maybe I was like, because if you say that this is Twilight Zone, then I'm going to make comparisons between Twilight Zone. They would have called it something else. You probably would have liked it. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Black Mirror, and I do not like Black Mirror. I do not like Black Mirror, but you know what? It's popular, and the first episode was good. I was like, oh, okay. This the one first creepy. episode was really good. I mean, it was creepy. Black Mirror fucked me up because it'd be so creepy. Like, early Black Mirror focused a lot on fucking pedophiles and sneaking them motherfuckers in. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> and then, then you have weird ones where they do shit with technology that make you feel like, damn, technology gonna fuck us over one day. I mean, it probably is, to be fair. Maybe. Maybe AI shit. Yep. Um, I ain't watching nothing new but anime. It's so many shows I want to watch, but every time I get down to it, I just watch some damn anime. Well, I'm off, so I'm going to binge watch some stuff this week. Black Mirror being one of those things. You need to go watch Spider-Man with me. Nah. Yo, Mm -hmm. I offered to pay for her to watch it, (laughs) and I'm willing to off to pay her to go watch it. Like, what do I gotta do? Do we got do I gotta buy you a meal beforehand? I'm gonna buy you a meal and then we're gonna go to Spider-Man. You off this week. You got time. Them two hours that you're gonna be in front of your damn switch. Go watch a movie. Yeah, I do have time. Um I don't know. But think you might about talk it. me into it. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. Cause I feel like you should. I feel like I all part of me feel like you ain't gonna understand a lot of what's going on because you ain't gonna watch the first one before we go. But I feel like the art in itself is just worth watching. I feel like the art in itself is worth watching, even if you don't know what the fuck going on. <laughs> so I'm gonna be on your ass about it. Matter of fact, we can go see both of the movies. We can go see Guardians of the Galaxy. We still have, yeah. We haven't seen that in theaters. I don't even think that's in theaters no more. I don't know, man. I think if, it's if gone. It, Come out on Disney Plus. If it's gone, then it's gonna be out on Disney Plus soon. It should be, yeah. It should be. Let's see. I don't think it's in the at least not the theater here. Oh, July 7th. Nope, not going to see that shit in the movies. Yeah. That shit coming out in five days. <laughs> oh, on Disney? Oh yeah. And ain't even <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 hit streaming platforms on July 7th, but Disney Plus won't be among them? Uh, what? The fuck? That so you won't be able to catch it on Disney Plus just yet. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will hit digital platforms such as Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play. Oh, you're going to still have to buy them. got to buy it. That's some fucking bullshit. The physical release will follow on August 1st. Capital. Unfortunately, the scribes are doing no, they're gonna wait to get all the money that they can out of people streaming it at home out of the movie theater before they put it out for us to watch. That's some bullshit. Hold on, let me see if it's still in the movie. Because the only reason we couldn't go see it was because it was too damn uh it was too they were showing too damn early or too damn late. Yeah. Trust me. So we can go see that motherfucker tomorrow at eleven fifty. Wait, which one? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Come on now. 
<laughs> it'll be rude as hell for me to make Spider-Man first, <laughs> knowing that you want to see Guardians but don't want to see Spider-Man. Yeah. Give me some credit. <laughs> <coughs> now I'm coughing. <laughs> anyway, that said, uh, until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla.